Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hey, what's up, y'all? Welcome to the What More Can I Say podcast. I am your host, Tone Capone, and I got my two dope-ass co-hosts right here. First up, as always, ladies first. Representing that big girl magic, Kiki. What's up? Hey, shout out to all the big girls watching, honey. And um, happy Father's Day, guys. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. you. All right. And next up, I'd like to say he is the greediest dude I've ever met. To be so small and understand where he puts the food. And he's like my little brother, man. Zach Bug, what's up, boy? (laughs) What's up, brother? Uh, How come it ain't no, like, skinny man magic? Oh, child. <laughs> I mean, y'all be holding it down for the big girl. I feel, I feel yes. left out. Come on, Zach. Give us that hey. skinny man magic. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> Don't you ever ask for skinny man magic. Hey, Kiki, so let me ask you a question. This is, yes. This is something that, 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 okay, so we know Zach, is, he's a skinny dude. Yes, he he's is. He's a skinny dude. He's a skinny yeah. dude. Yeah, so fun size. Wow, a woman called that's you. That's a fun compliment, size. Zach. Zach, that's a compliment. Zach. Zach, that's oh, a that compliment. <laughs> you called me fun size. To a big girl, you know, Zach. We anyway, Tom, get on with your question. You started stuff before Zach, tell your Tony started stuff, Zach. Don't fall for it. Do not fall for it. What you want, Tom? What was the question? I, I, so the question is this, Kiki. No, Kiki, call me fun that is, That's the best I think I've ever heard. I ain't never heard. Okay, so look, Kiki, you big what? girl, pretty girl. Yeah. When dudes try to holler at you, because I know the big girls, tall girls, do y'all have a certain type of guy that y'all got to talk to because you you just can't mess with them if they if they a certain size? No. No, I I don't know a woman who uh you know goes by that standards like some girls can't do you know they short guys can't they skinny guys you know it just depends on the guy a lot of snack size guys love them a big girl okay and y'all <laughs> that they now Zach you can laugh if you want to but y'all be coming on strong too oh yeah yeah skinny yeah. guys come harder than the taller guys or the big guys. They be shy, and I be like, y'all too tall to be shy. But the skinny guys, y'all come on strong. So, Zach, you know. Let me tell you why, though. Because when you, when, you, when you skinny or small, you got to be confident. Yes. You yes. got to come with it. You know what I'm like, saying? Because look, I'm going to hit you with all this personality. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because, you know, I be like, well, what you going to do with me? And I've had some skinny guys be like, baby, just give me a chance. You give me a hey, you know, you gotta come with that personality. Yeah. You know. Huh. Oh my god, wait a we potting for real right now. That's hilarious. No, you snack size. Snack size. She called your little ass fun size. I'm never gonna let you forget that. That is a compliment. That is a compliment. Okay? I don't know. I don't think that's a compliment because when I think of fun size, I think of the little Twixes, you know, the little Snickers. <laughs> 
And you know, nope. no, think of snack. I didn't say fun. I said snack size. You a snack. You a, a snack. snack. Yeah. <laughs> What's wrong with that? <laughs> Oh my God, it's getting worse. Uh, <laughs> you a snack, bro. Let's just move on. Not a meal. Okay, all right. Yeah, you got to take a drink. Drink. Right. Drink. And let's go ahead and get to it. Kiki, you on fire today. So let's go ahead and start with you. Uh, over the weekend, unfortunately, we got to get a little bit serious, guys. Over the weekend, we had about uh, 104 shootings, 13 people dead, um, mm -hmm. including a 13 year old and also a three year old boy. On the heels of having all of this, all of this Black Lives Matter stuff, and we march and we protest and we're looting, we're tearing up our own neighborhoods. How do you? How does it make you feel after after this crazy weekend that we just had? How does that make you feel in comparison? It's horrible. Though, going on? It, it's, it's horrible. It's sad. And you know what? With the police going crazy and doing everything that they're doing. You know, it's like, why? Why now, guys? Like, can we just chill? Can you just put the guns down for, like, just right now? Like, can you just chill for right now? You know, this is the time we need to be policing ourselves. This is the time that there needs to be organization amongst the communities. Y'all killed a three-year-old baby, a 13-year-old girl in her house? Like, the baby's not even going outside to play. We know they can't do that and be safe. Now they can't sit in the house and watch TV? Like, come on, bro. And it's just, it's so unfortunate. And it's like, I don't, it's, when is it, yeah. like, how does it even end? I, I don't know. I, it, it, it has to be some rules and regulations in the streets. You know right. what I'm saying? It just can't be a free for all just because I, I see you over here. But you know it's kids over here. Or, you know, you see certain people who ain't got nothing to do with what the situation is. Leave that alone, man. You, I, I mean, I'm not a street dude. I know a lot of street guys, you know what I'm saying? And the ones that I know and rock with, you know, they have some type of integrity, mm -hmm. you know, that like they wouldn't do certain things like that. And it's just, it's just human. Have, have integrity as a human. I mean, yeah. a three-year-old, come on, man. You talking about a, a, wasn't it a little boy? Yeah. And when did it become yeah. gangster to kill kids? Like, when it's do you get cool. credit for killing kids? Like, that's some goofy, you, you like, you a clown, really. So it should be repercussions for that. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Like exactly. in the street world, it should be repercussions for innocent, yeah. you know, bystanders like that. That's why. Yeah, I think it's I think it's weird. Um, I think it's crazy because I could be the old guy and say, hey man, back in the day, like if somebody got killed in a neighborhood when there was gunplay, it was somebody that really did something that was nuts, right? Mm -hmm. Somebody raped somebody's sister. Somebody stole a large sum of money from somebody. Somebody did something to their mom. It was, it was all, it was something that was just over the top big. And it was, it wasn't saying it was right, but you kind of was like, okay, I get it. Right. These are what we're seeing is just uh, senseless murders. At some point, it feels like and just, just watching it and listening and, and, and it feels like that it's, it's disagreements that's causing the shooting. They're like, oh, I don't like you. You said something on Facebook. You said something on Instagram. You got live. You, you messed with my baby moms. I, you know, these different type of things. And people are just picking up guns and they're shooting. And it's going all willy-nilly and they don't care what's happening to the, to the block. All I can say is this. For right now, um, it's a moment in time for Black people in general. And the way, the quickest way to take our eyes off the prize is by killing each other. We're not gonna ever step anything forward because people use this narrative, all the killings that happened in Chicago, and spread it all over the nation. 
and, yep. and apply this to every black community and every right. black across the country. Like, see, they kill each other. They only care about each other. Mm -hmm. and, and, and the people that's watching, you just got to look at it and say, like, man, for, to be a black person in America is a it's wild right now. We got to worry about violence from 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 the police officers mm -hmm. and violence in our own neighborhoods. Well, you can't go to your neighborhood to be safe. Where are you safe at? Right. You can't even sit in the crib and just and be safe. Like where, where can you go? Exactly. But and then another thing is, you know, I think we have to. It seems like when Chicago has shootings or or big weekends where a lot of people are killed, it it turns into national news so quick. Yeah. You know, it, it's just it's just. Ironic how all the blogs are quick to pick up on the negative. You know what I'm saying? But the positive things that go on, you know, like the big Juneteenth celebration that happened in the South Loop, I, I didn't see anything about that that happened this past weekend. Nobody talked about that. I, I was in a march um, called Men, Men That Pray Walk. And it was like walking through Bronzeville, you know, down King Drive, like praying for the community and for the city. And no, I didn't see not one news crew. Nobody had anything to say about that. But the shootings, oh, I mean, it becomes not even just local news. I'm talking about national news. Like, oh, Chicago again. It, that's so disheartening to me. You know what I'm saying? The city gets such a bad rap when I understand things do happen, and I'm not, I'm not condoning them at all. But come on, man. It's not all that. Like, that's, that's the only picture they're painting. Yeah, they use the headlines to change the narrative, and we got to stop being goofy enough to give them the material to to change right. our story. So that's it. it. That's it. You're right. You got to stop being goofy enough to change the story. You got to be able to say, "Look, man, I got to figure out another way. I got. I can't keep doing this because I'm telling you, the longer we keep killing each other, the less everybody else will care about us." And, they, yeah. and it, it gives everybody that's a racist and they're going to turn and look. See, they don't even care about themselves. They would have been marching up and down the street had it been one of us that did it. What's the difference between it? One, if we all equal, what's the difference if I do it and somebody else does and they, and their own race does? It, it's just, it's, it's counterproductive to the growth of the race. It's counterproductive to what we're trying to accomplish as a culture. So I hope we get our, our, our stuff together. We can go on and on about that. Um, Cause I, it really upsets me about the thirteen, the thirteen-year-old and the three-year-old man. It just, it just upsets me um, because it just, it, like, come on, guys. Um, but we go ahead, we can move on. Um, Swiss Beats and Drake. Oh Swiss God. Beats continues. He took a shot at Drake before a long time ago on Drink Champs. Uh, also, he's he, now he's had this this conversation with Busta Rhymes about a song that wasn't released, and it just. But he got to calling them all type of vagina boys. And now he didn't say vagina, he called them the P word. When you call some another man the P word, yep. a P boy, that's some different type of stuff. What do you think is going on here, Zach? This is your kind. I'm, I need to ask you this question because these is light on light crime. These yeah. are two light skinned brothers, you know, at odds over what? <laughs> Why are these two light-skinned brothers at odds? Because they're light-skinned and emotional. Yes. And something about when them light-skinned brothers get it, get that feeling, they get, they can't hold it in. They got to let it out. You know, the beep, 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 you know, call the P word <laughs> in. It's like, why did you do that, Swiss? You happily, you happily in your career, you, you went to Harvard, bro. Yeah. You went to Harvard. Yeah. You got a Harvard degree. You're married to Alicia Keys. You got plenty of money. You got the versus battle going. 
what, what, what makes the light skin still come out <laughs> and make you attack Drake? Please defend your kind. Defend your people. The people want to know, so what happened? Okay, so I'm gonna tell you this, and I and this is me. This is all speculation, everybody. So I'm just I'm just saying what I feel. Speak for I the feel light like, skin. Mm -hmm. I feel like there's only one thing that makes light skinned dudes emotional. I'm gonna tell you, <laughs> women. That's it. Women make us more. Women and money. Okay. Make us get them up, but women in particular will cause us to go lose our. We write songs about them. We will. We got. We, subliminal Instagram posts. We our hair fall out. See, I ain't got none. <laughs> everything we everything happens because of a woman. I'm telling you, this I feel like, and this is just me. This is all hearsay. But for every time that Swiss Beats has said anything about Drake, he's been always. It, it can't be jealousy because. He said, okay, Drake never released the fancy video. Okay, fine. Okay, he might be a little tight about that, but they mm -hmm. made money off. He made money. All right, Drake didn't release Busta Rhymes' song. Who? That's not even his song. Not even, <laughs> but he mad about that. All right, cool. So the only thing that I say is this. Drake did do a song with Alicia Keys. Yep, it was a hit, too. Ooh, it's a hit. I forget. It's the remix to what Which is it? Um, it's that slow it's, song. I don't know, ooh, but the old it, station it, played it for like a year straight. It, it was hard. Yes. Body. Yes. <laughs> I'm going to tell you this. <laughs> One thing about Alicia Keys, not saying, not saying it, it, it. Look, I've interviewed Alicia Keys. I'm going to tell you this. That's one of those women you don't want to look in your eye, her eyes because you're just going to lock in and she just mesmerizes you. Now, oh. Drake would have, Drake probably took the mesmerizing that was happening from Alicia Keys, <laughs> great energy pouring out of her body, and maybe shot his shot. Because mm. Drake, we all know, is a habitual woman. Talk to her or try to talk to or try to take. He talk. doesn't care. If he, he just, he, don't, he thinks every woman's going to say yes. That's not the case. Now, that's the only thing I can think about. He shot his shot at Alicia Keys. Alicia Keys turned him down, told Swiss. And ever since then, Swiss has always taken a shot at. Is it the but, only thing that makes sense? Okay, go ahead. I, I got you on that tone, but here's one thing: this is the difference between dark skinned brothers and light skinned brothers. Kiki, okay. <laughs> Teach the people, Zach. A, a light skinned brother will get mm -hmm. upset, call you all type of p words, and then the next morning say he's sorry. Sorry, that's okay. <laughs> that's what I was waiting for. <laughs> I was waiting to get to that point, Swiss. Like, I'm sorry. How you so, how you so gangster the night before, and in a matter of hours, you get up talking about Happy Father's Day, Drake. Um, <laughs> I, I got beside myself. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't want my like. You know, Swiss is in that legendary lane. Okay, he was. You know, and I don't want you on Instagram hosting interviews and being messy. I let. I definitely don't want you on Instagram apologizing the next day. What was that like? How you a rough rider saying sorry? Look at that, Kiki. That's it. Kiki, you the problem right there. That's the problem. When you, when, when women get to coaxing dudes on, I can't believe you didn't say sorry. He's like, oh, what you mean? I, I should have said sorry. Now the beef continues, Kiki. I'm this is the thing. Saying. He thought about his money. He thought about all of those corporate sponsorships that he had mm -hmm. and by going off and you know, Drake's connected. They probably, somebody called him and said, hey man, just get on there and apologize. But I'm gonna tell you this. I, I, you, somebody would have to tell me any different. 
Swiss not hurt for money that a song didn't come out. He ain't tripping. Okay. That, and this is a fact. He ain't tripping on music not coming out. He rich. Mm-hmm. He rich. He Swiss beats. What other reason do you have to be mad at? Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Calling him a pussy boy. Why? Because he's more famous than you? It doesn't make sense. Yeah. It doesn't make Swiss is everybody Swiss has ever worked with is more famous than him. We're, we're more famous than DMX, <laughs> more famous than him. Jay Z, more famous than him. It's just so he doesn't have an ego issue. The only thing that can make a light skinned dude upset, I guarantee you, the habitual woman talk to her. Drake has had more beef with dudes because he continues to try to holler at everybody's chick. Yay's, we allegedly tried to holler at Yay's chick. Yes. Nikki was in a whole relationship. Drake allegedly tried to holler at Nikki. Yes. yes. I mean, we could keep going down the list. Serena Williams was talking in common allegedly, and Drake came in and went to the game. And he was like, yo, we just friends. Drake has never seen a woman that he will not shoot and shot at. I'm not mad at it, but it's dangerous. It is. Didn't Diddy slap him? Like, is this? I, he got slapped at it. Yeah, like Drake Wilder. But beside, that's besides the point, because DMX would never get on the internet and apologize the next day. So I feel like Swiss need to take Rough Riders off his resume. And yes, now he's a Harvard student. He ain't a Rough Rider, because why are you right. to drink? Take a pen of DMX. Cocaine had a lot to do with DMX's aggression. Cocaine. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm just saying. But you know what? Dark skinned brothers don't apologize for our fault. Period. Period. We just take it to the grave, baby. Okay. All right. So let, let, let me let's take it to the grave. Let's go to this. Uh, Father's Day, man. Uh, let the dad be a dad. Everybody's putting it up. I actually have it on my Instagram page. Uh, Will Smith talking about fathers and fathers being dads being a dad. How you, how do you guys feel about it? Who, who wants to go first? Kiki, go ahead. Jump in there. I mean, I felt like that was very um, transparent of Will. We always see him have such a, like, uh, happy spirit about him. We always see him just completely holding everything together, and he's just that fun light. But it was good to see him in, like, a different light and being transparent. But I really felt like he wanted to cuss Jada out in that moment because she probably had been really bothering him. And you know how, like, you just like take that opportunity. He broke down. He got emotional. And I just, she was just kind of looking at him like, Mm-hmm. watch what you say watch what you say so I thought it was great but I just really felt like it was some other stuff he wanted to tell Jada but he couldn't um however when he said let a dad be a dad that's cool that's fine and you know he was like even when we make mistakes let us be da- you know let us be dads but it's a different like are you a little boosy type of daddy or or because like we can't just let little boosy be you know what I'm saying? like somebody gotta intervene <laughs> like, you know <laughs> Can't be going to get my baby. Can't I love take your Boosie. sons to go get. I love Boosie, but no. you know, so, you know, you can't just let <laughs> be Boosie with the kids. Clearly, but, so uh, it, yeah, yeah. yeah. And I, so Zach, how you feeling about what, what you saw? You you a dad and a soon to be new dad again? What's going on? Well, actually, I didn't see Will's clip. I actually have it pulled up. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, so you didn't right do your here. homework for the pot then, huh? <laughs> no. Uh, <laughs> so you just came on the show unprepared, everybody, Zach. That's how you going to no, do it. That's how you do it. We just got fans, Zach. We just started getting fans. He done messed it up. He done messed it up. <laughs> Dark skin. But, messed it up. But I do, I do agree with letting the dad be a dad. Okay. As long okay, so as Zach. Mute yourself or something, bro. I'm going to speak right at this moment. Oh. All right. <laughs> I'm like, because you don't know what's going right, on I'm, I'm right finna, now. I'm finna listen to it while you talk. Hold on. Okay, cool. All right, cool. Yeah, so. Well, excuse me, y'all. God, look at you. All right, so why, what my feeling is this, is that I feel like you always hear anybody, single mom, I, I came from a single mom, and you only hear the mama side of the story. You only hear the mama side of the story. You're just like, oh, okay. You know, you hear the mama side of the story, and then you know what you know from your interactions with your dad. But okay. then, but then you grow up. Mm-hmm. You become a man. And you realize maybe that story is a little skewed your way, mama. <laughs> like, but look, mama, you like, dad gotta be around. No, nah, I'm not saying dads can't not come around, but I'm gonna okay. tell you, I'm gonna tell you a secret. I'm gonna tell you, and this is the thing, and this is where, this is where being a dude, and I'm going, I'm going to take it. I'm a, and, and people can comment and let me know if I'm telling, if I'm, you, you feel like I'm wrong. I feel like dads take a lot, take a beating, right? So in a sense like this, so you, you, you got the kid. We broke up. We broke up. We're not together. Now, a lot of times, we might be terrible boyfriends, but we're great dads. And that's, that's something that's real. We, me and you might not have matched forever, but we might have had a moment where we got together and we had our kid, right? Right. So now as a dad, you got to just think about this if you're a dude. You got you to, gotta, no matter how much you with your kids, if you could be with your kids 24 hours a day, you'd be living with them. So you can't. So let's say a weekend, every other weekend, whatever it might be, your your girlfriend or your ex-girlfriend ends up getting to another relationship mm-hmm. with another guy. Now you got a whole dude talking shit to you, excuse me, talking shit to you like, I'm around your kid more than you. I'm with your kid more than you. Because, it, and I hate it when I hear guys say it, I hate when I hear women say it, because you know why? She comes with the kid, bro. It's no way. It's, <laughs> it's not, it's not, a, this is not a Let's negotiation. Go. You're not doing nothing special. It's not so, a competition, though. It's but just, it's not a competition. But you have got So this is my point. You have guys that will put themselves in a position just because they're in the woman's life and try to make you feel less than. You have no way of being in, in the life really as much as he is if he's with her all the time. Okay, you got to deal with that. You got to deal with a dude being around your kid. Then you got to deal with the fact that you only seeing your kid on a certain amount of time. Then you got to deal with the fact that you and you and the, and the girl, y'all at odds, and women can say some wild stuff. Mm-hmm. And some dudes, some dudes, and I don't think it's the right thing to do, but some dudes get that get that beating from the woman, and they back up. They back up. Mm-hmm. They get they get t- they get tired of they get tired of being a nothing ass dude. They get tired of hearing you don't do nothing when they just gave a last bit of money, and they get a last bit of money, and then the Ex, the boyfriend talking crazy to you. She talking crazy to you. Your your daughter want your daughter. Your son is. It, it, they looking at you like 
because the mama, they heard the mama talking. It's a lot of stuff that happens in that. And all I say is what Will said was super perfect. It's perfect. It's perfect. I feel like for everybody, in my opinion, the situation of being a being, co-parent is tough. Right. Tough as hell. You have to not make an already tough situation even harder to deal with. So whatever you can do to make it easier, make it easier. Whether it's the guy, make, whatever you got to do to make it easier, whatever to make it conducive for her. If she, you getting tired of always going to pick her up, you got to pick your daughter up. Period. So what to see it. You just got to do it. Yes. You got to do it. Yes. You just got, it's just it's certain things you just gotta you do gotta to make, make it. You gotta easy. you gotta make some sacrifices because that's the choice you made not to stay with the you know it didn't work out whatever the case. Whatever it didn't work out. But it's out, always on the guy the choice is fucked up. Huh? It's always the guy. A lot of times when things don't work out, it's on the guy because it didn't work out. Right. That's true. But that might not be the case. But even if it's not the case, both parents have to be mature enough to put themselves aside and do what's best for the kids. So whether I get a new boyfriend or not, you still need to be taking care of your responsibility as a dad, whether you like the new boyfriend, whatever the case may be. And I, my advice to fathers who are not in the household with their children is to do the most. Do the most. As much time as you can spend, as much effort as you can give it, do it and then you want she can't fix something out to call you a deadbeat or say you can't do but this. what if they still do it well they, what can they, talk, still do it? They, they can talk but your child knows in today's technology all kids have ipads all kids have cell phones you can uh facetime your daughter you can check in with your kids you can go to the teacher parent meetings you could uh talk to the have a relationship with the school yourself everything the mom can do you can do just as much being outside the house with and without her interference with today's technology you don't need that to sounds to great kiki that yeah. sounds great but that I sounds great if you're a guy that sounds great but what do you do if you're a guy like me and zach what what mm. do you do what do you do if you are busy 24 7. what if you're busy what if you and what do you what do you do that's a well, tough i just saw the i i don't mean to cut y'all off but i just saw the um the clip and I, I get, I, and I was listening, I was listening to the clip and listening to what Tone was saying. And I, I hear what Tone is saying. What he's saying is, it's on, you, on, you can only do so much with the limited time, okay? Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, if you're, if you're a busy, if you're a busy man and your kids don't stay right there with you, yes. you gotta understand that uh, you still have to understand the role of a father. And the role of the father is to protect mm -hmm. and to provide. Yes. Okay. So if I'm not there, guess what? My kids will not want for anything. You know what I'm saying? They gonna know they taken care of. My dad wasn't with me the um, from high school, like ninth grade, until I went to college. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? And I never felt it because I talked to him every single day. I talked to him all every day. He mm -hmm. always sent me if I needed anything. He sent it. It was like. You know what I'm saying? I never felt that he wasn't there like that. You know right. what I'm saying? Because and, and I because we had such a, we still had such a strong relationship. It's, it's still, it's all about relationship, not necessarily seeing somebody every day. You can see somebody every day and hate their guts. You know what I'm saying? You can see somebody every day and they'd be a terrible ass parent. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It, it's, it's really about the relationship that you build. So yeah. in the ideal world, you know, I always look at, um, because I know, you know how DJ Envy got all them kids, right? Mm -hmm. 
And I always be like, and I know he be working all the time, you know? And that's kind of like my dad, I look up to without, you know what I'm saying? Cause he has such a big family. And it looks like he's like, when dad is active and engaged, all bets are off. Anything y'all want, you know what I'm saying? You can do, it's like, you have to do yeah. And that's what I mean by making the most out of the moments. You right. know what I'm saying? That's kind of what you have to do as a dad. And like Will Smith was just saying, it's like, you got to let a dad be a dad. And as a yeah. dad, as a father, let me provide. Let me be the protector. Let me be the disciplinarian when I have to be. But in those moments when I have them, guess what? We turn it up. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Everything. You got to just do it. And, then, you know, and, and, you know, I won't go into my personal, a lot of the personal things that happened with me. But it was just, for me, is that, I, you know, I understand it. Cause I come from it. I've been I've been on the other side, so I know the mentality of what a kid is thinking. Like, man, my dad, what is my does he want me around? Is this these? So I always try to be there in that sense. Sometimes you can't. Sometimes, but I know my kids are provided for in a different way than my dad. <clears throat> no shade to him that he couldn't provide. Mm -hmm. And then, like I said, when you grow up and you understand male female relationships, you got to realize that your mama and your daddy, everybody holds their mom and their dad up on this pedestal as they should yep. as they should but at the end of the day they're still a man and a woman and they had they have issues they have problems they have something i look you gotta look at your mama and it's tough for a dude to look at his mama and say you a pistol when my mama was young my mama was young she she probably told a couple people some things that's right where i got my mouth from i'm more than positive it that's where it is and <laughs> She would tell some people something. I'm sure she probably told my dad a few things. And my dad is a person that doesn't like people to say anything crazy to him. Mm -hmm. So now you have, now you understand, look at it like, ooh, she could say that to that. She probably said that to him, said something crazy to him. And he was like, Psh. you know what I mean? Like, and that's, so you kind of get an understanding. Not saying that anybody's right. It's just a, a thing that, that I think that helped me understand and, and really really kind of cherish the relationship that I have with my dad right now. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. We, like we've, as we, as I become older and we, and I've become a man, we, we, we've definitely gotten tighter and I understand, I understand some of the stuff that maybe he had to go through. So, you know what I mean? It, it is what it is. I, I think Will said it perfectly though. Everybody, you gotta let a dad be a dad and be willing to accept him and his imperfections. So if his imperfections is, if he works a lot and he's trying to provide and he's doing these things, you can't call him a dad because he can't spend time when you can call him and ask him for any amount of money and he going to come up with it. But, right. but guys, I just want to say That's this. The I just want to say this. I don't want you to think that the providing replaces the importance of a relationship. So what my point is, I'm just saying you can work as hard as you want. You can provide as much as you want. But at the end of the day, a five minute FaceTime call with your kid will change their life every day. So even though if you're in a different state, if you know my dad's traveling the country and he's working and he's providing right. for me, I know that and I feel that because I'm, I'm, I'm not wanting for anything. But a five minute FaceTime call or a check in with the teacher every two weeks, just so the, just so the mother can't say you were dead. You know what I'm saying? Don't give her nothing to say about you. You working hard, you doing your best. We appreciate that. But at the same time, just make sure you have that relationship with your child so that they don't have to wait till they're older to be like, so dad, what happened? Why you really wasn't around? You know, you have established that throughout the, their entire life. Like, look, I'm in New York. This is what I'm doing. And I'm doing it for you. And that's all a kid, you know, wants.
That's facts. true. Though. That's, that's all they want. Cause that's, all, that's my true. dad wasn't there. That's all I needed. You know yeah, what I'm saying? True. Was that, was them conversations? You know. Why I get them conversations? It's tough love, you soft suckers. No, I'm just playing. <laughs> <laughs> I want to hug back. Oh, <laughs> uh, let's 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 talk about this. That this this. I, honestly, I almost teared up, and I hate when I tear up because I, I, that's a light skin thing to do. Uh, uh man. Uh, <laughs> hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun, Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from, with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Uh, Ain't healthy, Bubba bro. Wallace. NASCAR. The oh. beautiful moment. Getting the, getting the noose put in his locker. Um, and then what? How, how did y'all feel about it when you heard about it? And then seeing the tribute of the other drivers in NASCAR. Uh, how did you feel when you saw that? Hey, Kiki, go ahead, because I got to uh, grab my charger real quick, and I cannot <laughs> let my phone die during the pod. That's oh, it. <laughs> you did not come to pod today, bro. We got to think of some kind of fining system. We got to Everybody, please. Who want to fill in for Zach next week? <laughs> right. We got to end these Jesus Christ. That's okay, Zach. I know, you, I know you a hardworking man. It's all right. But yeah, um, just, no. Try to take care of these children. I, I know, Zach. In all seriousness, though, this was um this was very disturbing, but I also feel like it was another, I mean, just 2020 altogether. Everything has been horrible, but yet necessary. Like we've been on lockdown, people been getting in better relationships with their family. Um, uh, you know, through everything that the black community is going through, other uh cultures in the world are now opening their eyes and realizing the problems that we face. Again, this man being the only black man in the top 10 of NASCAR, I know nothing about NASCAR, but that's what I got. And, uh, <laughs> you know, him being the only black man and for America to be somewhat moving forward in the, uh, you know, you know, moving forward with, um, you know, what I'm trying to say, racially, everybody opening their eyes, waking up, right? Um, for that to happen to him, was horrible but yet necessary because it put a spotlight on how racist this country still is uh we've been all week there's been reports of black men being hanging from trees and like, now, like so you know the races in this country are making themselves loud and clear it's still a lot of them and they still haven't accepted the change that is coming so we still have a lot more work to do the fact that this man is in the top 10 of NASCAR and him, for him to go through something like that. Wild well, men across the country are being hanging from trees. It's, it's, some go, it's, a, it's a lot yeah. deeper than just, yeah. I get it. Uh, but I'm going to tell you something. I don't believe nothing NASCAR is saying. You don't? You no, don't think it happened? No, I'm talking, I believe it happened for oh, sure. Okay. I don't believe that NASCAR cares and is apologetic about it. NASCAR... What? It don't get more white and more, it don't get more racist than NASCAR. No. Okay. So look, name, Zach, a, name a more racist sport. Zach, I'm not going to say that. They, they just got rid of Confederate flags like yesterday. 
And it was because, Zach, of, because of him. Zach, you are trying to get the pod taken off. But <laughs> I, I'm just this is where the, the militant black college Zach Alpha Phi Alpha Zach comes out. I'm not going to say that it's the most racist sport. What I will say is this: this is a sport that hasn't had a lot of black folks in it. And that's because a lot of black people, we just don't race cars. We don't have the money and the things. There's not a lot of black people in hockey. All of the sports that take a lot of money, we don't, we don't appear in. You want to know why we're so good in basketball? Because it takes nothing to play. You can go somewhere. It's free to go. The YMCA, on the park, you can go. Football, if you can run and catch, you're pretty much sold. You're pretty oh, that's good. that's not true. Okay, because I'm waiting on him to get to golf. Because that's... That's not golf is expensive. How many golf people? That's what I'm saying. It's not a lot of us in sports. It don't matter. We just need one. Baseball. We just no, need one. We, we need. It's not about. It's not about it costing a lot. It's just we just need. We just need access to it. You know what I'm what saying? I mean, it's not a lot. It's hard to get a car to race. Where are you going to learn those kids? Because it, you know how cars. you know what makes it real hard when they don't have black drivers. <laughs> you and you're not exactly. allowed to, to drive exactly. the car. And most black folks, guess where we live at? Uh We live in the inner cities. We live in inner cities. How many back-ass roads is it to race on dirt trails? No, that's what they most people are at. I understand what you're saying. I understand what you're saying. But if you go down Lower Wacker, Lower Wacker Drive, a whole bunch of black folks racing cars. Let me tell you another thing. Let me tell you. (laughs) You know, I know what time they do it. It'd be about 2. Two to like four in the morning. I mean, all they his friends be down. All right. uh-huh. Now, <laughs> let me tell you another thing. We just don't have. I mean, all sports in America in the beginning were all white. Basketball included, football, everything. You know what I'm saying? But guess what? Some sports let you in at some point. What I'm trying to tell you about NASCAR is yesterday in 2020, maybe last week, they just banned the Confederate flag. Just did it. Just did it. That's why I called it the most racist, um, the most racist sport out there. Okay, let me give you a sport that black people aren't in, but I think we would be amazing at. Gymnastics. Think about it. Every every black dude you know can flip. (laughs) Cole and Tim's off the gate. Y'all. We would be, we would dominate if, if we was like into that. Like we would dominate flipping. Like you know, we gymnastics, Zach. Wait, and did you call it? We would dominate flipping. That's what she <laughs> called it. We would dominate flipping. Right, Y'all missing the point. I right, look. I'm gonna tell you this. I think, I think that of course I believe it. I think NASCAR is doing the right thing. I think they're trying to bring inclusion because whenever you bring more, my, more people to a sport, you're going to you're going to bring more money to the sport. Everybody knows that when you brought more black folks to golf, it was just, it's just more money to the sport. It's always going to happen, right? Well, perfect example, this is just, in, to me, was another example, another answer to anybody that's ever said the dumbass thing that they say, all lives matter. We know all lives matter, but you see, the black man was the only one that got a noose put in his garage. There's an example of it. So whenever somebody says the dumb, like the fraternal order of police, the president, when he's asked, does Black Lives Matter, his response was, all lives matter. I said, you're a jackass. Because that's cold. That's a cold, that's a racist cold. I feel like it's cold because anybody knows all lives matter. 
and here's another example. So you want to know why people are holding up signs? That's why. I think NASCAR is doing a great job with it. I think that they they knew they had a problem. They just looked over it. The fact they could have kept this, they could have swept this under the rug. NASCAR is the one that released the publicity, that, that told the PR about it. They let the media report out about it. So I feel like they could have kept this internal and did an internal investigation. I'm sure they've had other things that have, that have happened and had it had it, uh, internal investigations that probably just didn't want to ruffle any feathers. But now that we're in this space, everybody is going to be inclusive. You have to do it because it's going to affect your bottom line. And at the end of the day, nobody wants the economics play with, if that makes sense. Tom's so nice. He always gives such nice um, credit. He's so nice. I can't believe he's being nice but, to NASCAR. But, you know, I, I cannot credit that to NASCAR. I will give my credit to, to Booby Wallace, or uh, what's his name? Bubba Wallace. It's Bubba Wallace. You know, I'm not about no NASCAR chat. I tried to tell y'all that. But, you know, <laughs> I give the credit to him um, because he spoke out about it, and he put his foot, you know, he put the pressure down as far as, like, you know, you guys need to get rid of the Confederate flag, and then when this happened to him, he did not hesitate to speak out. Had he not spoken out, now, I do think they would have swept it under the rug, but because he spoke out and because of the times that this country is in, a lot of these organizations and companies have no choice but to move forward with the, um, you know, showing that they are not as racist as people think they are. So, you know, I don't give I know, NASCAR I credit. I give Both it. of y'all think NASCAR is racist. That's what it I sounds. know for a fact NASCAR is a very racist. The culture of NASCAR is very racist. And I know that. I know that factually. And I won't say why on, on the pod because I don't want to incriminate anybody. But I know for a fact that the culture of NASCAR, that's what I'm trying to get you to realize, Tom. The culture, it all started all white at one point. But everybody was inclusive. NASCAR just got rid of the Confederate flag last week. Zach said what he said. I can't defend it. I can't defend it. I can't defend it. I mean, they was waving them before COVID, bro. Yeah, it's terrible. And it wasn't nothing wrong with it. Nobody saw nothing wrong with it. Yeah. I don't understand the, the, the Confederate flag and the people that raise it and do it. And it's like, I don't understand. Because it doesn't make, I guess seeing it, I was like, oh, you're raving racist. And it doesn't, I just laugh at it because I'm like, you're on the wrong side of history. Like, you lost. That's the losing flag. Like, you know what I mean? Like, you're really representing a bunch of people who lost and then roamed the countryside and tried to terrorize slaves still because they lost. And they still lost. And this, and just so the people that still, for some odd reason, that think black people are getting ready to go away and some or somehow end up back on the plantation, boss. It's not going to ever happen. So I always went like, I always look at the people that have Confederate flags, like we hate you people, and we do this and we do this. I always look at them like, like you have to drink river water and have bacteria in your head because you, you, <laughs> you have to. You have to drink care. And then, like I said, it's still to me. And like I, I said this before, and for white women, for white women to be as racist as they are to Karens, like, do you realize, white ass Karen, that white men thought you had no brain in your head and you could vote? You, they didn't allow you to work or nothing, or nothing. <laughs> and you, they thought you were too stupid to make a decision for yourself. So you want, want the Karens across the world to know that you have a struggle too. You got a struggle. They thought you were dumb. White men thought you were incapable of thought. Listen, <laughs> like I, the I, only thing you could do was cook, clean, and, and have babies. 
Mm. It's just, it's amazing to me. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's just amazing to me. And he say I'm gonna get the podcast cast. You know, I was, you know, but well, he makes statements fact, like that. If anybody wants to join me next week, because <laughs> apparently I'll be the only one here. <laughs> oh my god. Oh, okay. So let's go. Speaking of women, this is the guys? funniest. This is the funniest story ever, ever. That Tamar Braxton slept with Jermaine Dupree's <laughs> daddy. Why is that so funny? Why is that funny? Tamar Braxton has sex with that man. Oh my god. Hey. Why is that nasty? That's, so nasty? that's very that's very weird. Why that's is that so weird? Tamar is, is Tamar. Tamar is definitely younger than Jermaine, isn't he? hundred. I think Tamar's like forty or something, forty-one or something. That's not but old. That, she's still younger but than she, Jermaine. She's okay. I, but that's that man's daddy. What's wrong with that? No. <laughs> How did you let oh. somebody marry daddy talk you out your pants? <laughs> well, I don't know because. Um, Ain't nobody married daddy. I'm talking me out mad. <laughs> what but... I'm Kiki, you wouldn't look at somebody married daddy like, bruh. <laughs> listen, <laughs> listen, I've heard that Jermaine Dupree's daddy is a notorious in Atlanta for the ladies. Um, you know, I've heard rumors about him sleeping with Candy from Housewives. I've heard, you know, yeah, you hear that rumor back in the day? Mm-hmm. So, you know, he's been known to, you know, smash younger women and Tamar just happened to be one of them. Now what I thought was funny that she got whooped in the elevator and we just not hearing about it by the uh by his wife. So yes. mm-hmm. the stepmother. Now yeah. Kay Michelle is a notorious storyteller. First of all, Kay Michelle and I, I wish people would stop messing with Kay Michelle. Kay okay. Michelle is ready to go at all times. I don't know what happened to Zach. I, was just this point. To say. <laughs> I don't know what's going on with Zach in the pod, everybody, but we're gonna we gonna That's keep me and Kiki gonna keep podding. Zach, Zach is drinking that apple crown royal, and I don't know what he acting like somebody granddad tonight. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> um so but yeah, K Michelle, you would okay. K Michelle, this is my thing. I don't understand why people mess with K Michelle. K Michelle's a Delta, went to fam you, she ready. At all times to let people have it. And yes. what I heard about K Michelle at, at FAMU, she was a jokester, like made everybody laugh. That's why she's so quick, quick, quick. Yes. My point being is this is that if K Michelle knows something about you, don't have beef with her because she's gonna let it out. Exactly. She's gonna let it out. Can and the she- fact that she and the brat and the brat told everybody. I was like, "Oh, brat, you didn't have to." The brat went in there and threw a little salt in it. She's like, "Look, I got a new radio show. I, I'm out here. I'm out here with this new morning show. I got. Yes. I got brat, to do it." Oh, hi, Zach. Zach. Hey, Zach. <laughs> hey, Zach. Right. We're doing a podcast called "One More Can I Say Podcast." Welcome. Hey, just want to let y'all know. Hey, listen. I had the phone plugged up, but then the plug came out the wall, Uh-oh. and then that, that's that's why I went out. I'm so sorry. But can I please talk about Jermaine Dupree's that uh, Jermaine Dupree's <laughs> father smashing Tamar Braxton? Please go ahead. Go ahead. That's nasty. Um, it's all types of nasty. And think about it. 
like Tamar isn't even someone who should be starstruck. She's a Braxton. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. She's a whole Braxton. Her sister is Tony Braxton. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure Tony Braxton. Think about like you know when you get on with somebody. Let's say Kiki. Let's say me and Tony were single, right? Yeah. And we went out, and we was like, "Hey, Kiki got some fine friends." You know what I'm saying? That's how we got connected with your friends, right? I'm pretty sure the men that Tony Braxton has has probably dated has some dudes. Like one of if they was like, "Oh yeah, Tamar smashed one of." Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Birdman's homeboys. Uh, you know, I can see that. You know, because, you know, she has a birdman. But I, I see no connection from Tamar Braxton to Jermaine Dupree's father. Oh first of all, we, yeah. this is our first time ever hearing about Jermaine Dupree's father. It's not like it's Drake dad. You know, we, we know about Drake dad. Drake dad be out. I can see that. I promise I y'all, this how his daddy was. So but, you saying, Kiki, that you've heard I have notorious rumors. Go ahead and tell you. You've heard rumors that Jermaine yeah. Dupree's father is a womanizer in Atlanta. Okay, first of all, I did not say that. Okay, you put <laughs> okay. words all in my mouth. I did not say a womanizer. I oh, just okay. said that he is known around Atlanta. I think he's a music executive from back in the day. So he's in the industry. He's in the lifestyle. I've heard that he smashed other, you know, young girls, part of girl groups and things like that. So I'm not shocked that he's, you know, smashed Tamar. What I'm shocked about is she got beat up in the elevator. Now, what was all, she got like 10 sisters. What was Tawanda and Trina and T- like where was the, where was they at? And the brat confirmed it as if she was in the elevator. Like so, it's just a mess. I need a video of the fight, but outside of that, I'm not shocked at all. And why y'all acting like y'all don't you know like uh, men don't like younger women? Cut it out. Oh, I, no, I no, I I, I do. <laughs> okay, I do. Oh, okay. But look, I'm not gonna lie. If a woman smashed my dad, though, she skipped <laughs> over me and smashed my dad, I'm going to be messed up for a little while. She's oh like, no, God. I don't want the younger version of him. I want this, the older version. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe, maybe Jermaine Dupree. Look, I don't know. It's it's gross. It's 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 gross in a way like damn Tamar. I can't smashed the Mary dude and it was somebody daddy like Jermaine Dupree. It's just it's insanity. And it proves what I say all the time. And I'm sure it's important people watching from Georgia, Atlanta. Atlanta is some wild stuff going on in Atlanta. And nothing, <laughs> there's another point and another example that it does not matter. It is going down in the A. Hey, yes. <laughs> all the time. <laughs> man. Oh my yes. God. All right, let's 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 get ready to do this, man. Um, let's go battle of sexes, get ready to close this up. Yeah. Episode eight has been crazy. Um how do you guys feel about this? Should a woman ever pay for dates? Kiki, of course, you going first. No. No. No, no, and no. Mm. Y'all don't appreciate it. It's a, it's a sign of weakness to y'all. We start paying for dates, y'all start act, talking about your cell phone bills. Y'all start trying to, you know, <laughs> ask for other stuff Xbox. real subtly. Like, no. 
act broke. The city girl, let me tell you something. The city girl, the JT Young Miami, have taught this new generation we don't pay for nothing. There you go. Well, <laughs> if you're quoting the city girls, I listen to that new album and their yes. music, their music is really mean. What? Okay. Because it's inspirational. No, it's very mean. Inspirational. So you mean to tell me a man who may be a little financially unstable can't get no booty at all? None. Get on your feet first. You need to be worried about getting on your feet before you worried about getting up in something else. So yeah, no. Period. It's mean. What about what about these dusty ass chicks that's not on their feet? You can't tell me to get on my. Well, Have you if seen you see some if you of these want... Instagram models, you see their bedrooms. I know what bad furniture looks like because I had it before. Mm. I look, I was like, you want to talk this? Yeah, you was just on a private jet, but you got that Target ass comforter. I see it. I know what Target got about seven patterns, oh, and you know all of them when you see them. I, I, I can tell you. This I like Target, by the way. Shut okay. up. Yeah, yeah. I did. Ta- you can tell Target. Anyway, no, I no, I'm not rich, but I will say this: <laughs> I don't believe in women paying for dates. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't believe in women paying for dates, and I'm not gonna date them. I and I'm with Kiki Zach. Yeah. I'm not gonna ask a woman out on a date until I'm on my feet in a way. Now, if you have expectations, now it's a whole other thing. Because I know the type of women I'm gonna date. I never forget, and this is a this is a this is, this is, I'm, this is, look, everybody, this is, I just got to tell the story. Yeah. It's not, it's not, it's nothing to it. It's nothing never happened. This is me telling a story. So I go do Dish Nation. I go do Dish Nation in Atlanta. Porsche's there. Porsche's super cool. I met Porsche a thousand and one times, thousand and one times. When I get back, the fellas ask me, hey, man, did you shoot your shot at Porsche? This is when Porsche's single, I'm single. I was like, hell no. <laughs> Why? I know when something's out of my price range when I see it. <laughs> I know that Porsche is going to expect me to take other places that when I get that bill, it's going to get a little uncomfortable. It's going to get a lot uncomfortable. <laughs> Porsche used to open up a menu and then like, whatever I want on there, and we can, we can just order the whole menu and figure out what we want. No. So I know that Porsche will be expecting you to, hey, if you if you wanted to come see you, okay, where you gonna fly, oh, Porsche? You can't put on yeah. put on certain airlines. She got to be first class. She definitely not gonna go for the A boarding. But so <laughs> you dated her coworker? No, I never. No, I never dated a. Co- I never dated. No, Porsche. no, no. My- you dated somebody in Porsche's league. So what? Change. Well, back. Well, I started making more money. Oh, oh okay. Money. Oh, okay. Because I'm about to say now. Wait. Whoa. Well, what you saying here? I still. I. But honest to be honest with you, I really probably had on this business date her too. She was a little, <laughs> yeah, it was a little bit of a stretch. It was oh. a little stretch. I had to make sure. I, I had to make sure I was getting number one raise. I was getting bonuses. I was doing whatever. Working I could. harder than he ever worked. <laughs> Well, if I could have got away with sliding on some Uber, some Uber, X, some Uber X's, I would have, I'd have rode that Uber X and made sure I had a little patent in case she wanted yes. to do something crazy. 
because women like that don't want to go to Cancun. They want to go. They want to go to Greece, and they want to. They don't want to stay in an Airbnb. They want to stay in the five star. No, you just gotta know, man. And and that's what I'll let Zach jump in. I'll tell you this, ladies, and this is here. This is something you can just take with you. If a man asks you to pay, mm-hmm. you don't have very good vagina. That's probably it. <laughs> no, <laughs> no man is going to make a woman that has great vagina pay. He's just not. And that's the oh, truth. my goodness. Just the truth. So if you've been asked to pay, understand, you probably need some work on something. Y'all not sexually connecting in a way. That's the truth. It was. Okay. I was with okay. you until you went there. But okay. That's funny. I, uh, right, but okay. It's never it's never a podcast episode until Tom brings up vagina. Never. <laughs> never. <laughs> never. Like if you got grade A vagina, you get you can order whatever you want. Now if you got B, you know, you got that mid, then you could order like Tom, no. Mm-hmm. It's just <laughs> drinks and apps. And if you got grade C, you pay. Right, right. You pay. We going and, and you leave it a tip. Go. And you leave it a tip. God. <laughs> like, like, like a tip, eight oh, bucks. Man. Come on, you got four? Now, <laughs> Kiki, if a, are you cooking for a man that's not, you're not connected with sexually? I'm just, wow. I mean, I mean, you shouldn't be cooking. It, go ahead, Zach. Mm-mm. I asked this question, and I'm not, and I, and to, to, I've paid for 95% of the dates that I've ever been on. Okay, just okay. to give you that. But I do want to let you know that the question was, should women ever for dates? And I, what I'm saying, the reason that question even came up is because I saw a young lady who said, she was like, okay, she went on the first date, he paid. And then she was like, ooh, I want to see you again. She asked him out and she paid. Now, I think that's respectful. You know what I'm saying? She was just like, okay, I can pay for this one because it's about getting to know you. See, that's what I'm trying to figure out. Like, what is your, it's all about the intent and the motive. If I start feeling a little tried, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't mind paying. But if I start feeling like, oh, you trying to get over or, oh, this is just kind of uh, just so you uh, eat free thing. <laughs> oh, no. I can get real, I can get real cheap and real stingy. <laughs> quick once i feel that energy of like oh she think it's sweet oh she think you know you ever had a okay. chick what did what, what makes you feel that way i'm just saying i'm gonna give i'm gonna give fellas a few tips all right oh, come go. on zach tip give me a tip because i'm gonna say you ain't if getting that bring, many free meals off me if she bring if she bring her friends <laughs> to a one-on-one date brother you get work okay it's you sweet you are sweet out here, okay? <laughs> not, don't let her bring no friends that she didn't tell you about. So not because she told them, he about to pay for everything, girl. Don't worry about it. See, if I feel any, any energy of try, I'm petty. I'm petty. I've had, like, I, this has been my single days. I was in the club, and the chick, you know, they be thinking, I was throwing parties and stuff. And she was like, yeah, um, yeah, yeah we go, can you get my friends in? So get your friends in. Of course, you don't go to the club by yourself. Come on, they good. They can come on in, all right? Then, you know, you get to the bar, it's like, oh, we, we, we need something to drink. 
But I'm gonna tell you, that's the power though. I didn't. That's a power to do it. To do it though is the best. Thank you, Tone. Yes, I like. I know. And that's not saying, but you gotta pick the ones that you can do it with. That thank you. It's it's it's, it's what Tone just said. Is if you got it, it ain't nothing to you to back up. No, that's not what. That's what Tone just said. Don't let him fool you, Zach. That's, That's what not he said. what he said. He's, yeah, yeah. he's talking no, I'm about. Saying if I'm after it. your vagina, I am going to pay for you, you know and your what? girls to eat. You know what? I'm going to pay for y'all to drink. That's what he's I'm, saying. He's saying I'm it's saying leverage saying. in that. It's so leverage. After, so you only do that if you smashed already? No, you may do it on the pursuit. On the pursuit or if I smashed and it was great. Because I already know but if you it, tell me to meet your girl, you and your girls out, out I know what that means. Meet me and my girls out. We out hanging out. They didn't already started the tab. I'm going to have, she goes, and then they say, have a drink. I'm going to have a drink. What happens now? I'm tied to this bill and I have to pay. So a lot of times, like if I don't feel like paying, I've had women invite me out to the drinks and, and with their girls, oh, come meet me out. Come on, hang out. I'm not going because I don't want to pay. One, sometimes I don't like your dusty friends and I want them to drink. Okay, Thank I appreciate you. the honesty, but you have no problem paying for if you like the girl or are you only paying for the, the vagina later no i'm paying if i like her if i think we got a vibe of course if we're if we're sexually active with one another of course i'm doing that that's so i'm not just i'm not, not you know, I'm, just, a one, I'm a one woman man yeah Kiki, should a should a woman should a woman be the only person that cooks for a man what do you mean no no y'all need to cook too it's, so I see we what you're trying to, to get at. Too. I see what you're trying to get at. Yes. You, you see what cook. I'm saying? Nothing wrong with you cooking. I don't mind paying for your birthday dinner. I don't mind taking you out, you know, uh -oh. uh, you know, something like your birthday, other than that, everything else you should pay. But, you know, that's about it. What's wrong well, with just, paying for it? I'm day? just seeing the expectations because, you know what I'm saying, with a man, that's what I'm but asking. y'all expect a lot from women as well. What I'm hearing from this guy over here is he expects the women to um, have some good vagina in order to get a bill paid. Or a, you should. Uh, it's on you. You got it on you already. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> you know what? No, it's... I cannot stand you. <laughs> we get ready to close up episode eight, but I want to let everybody know, all the, all the ladies, to be honest, to be so honest with you. It's not based upon sex. It's based on, for, for me, and I, and I assume that Zach, I think even Kiki, anybody that you're doing stuff for, yeah. that you're doing stuff for, you have to have a connection with. You have to, and, and like Zach said, you got to know the finesse. You got to know, because it is Kiki, you know it for fact. <laughs> it's a move that dudes can't pull, that there's women that are out here getting free meals. This is they true. know that. They like, yo, I get a free meal here. I get a free meal here. I'm going to eat here. I'm going to go yeah. to this trip. They yeah. know how to finesse the play. So don't, women get so bent out of shape, but then if you really holler at them for real, for real, they're going to be like, yeah, okay, I, I know people do that. So that's the thing. It's not, even, it's not even about paying. It's just about not, not wanting to feel used or finesse. You know what I'm right. saying? Right. Well, then date the right girls. Date you a nice big girl with all this magic and she'll treat you right and loans you by her, you know, food and drinks. So we good. Well, let me say something. I'm, I'm a married man. I found the right one. So I'm done. We know you did, Chad. We ain't talking about you. I'm just letting you Right. Yeah. You see. And anyway, you snack size. <laughs> <laughs> I can't 
game with Lazy Coffee Snack Time. That's hilarious. All right, y'all. We're going to wrap up episode eight again. Remember, thank y'all for real, for real. Thank you, everybody. Subscribing. Keep subscribing. Keep sharing. Uh, you can check us out everywhere. Uh, we made the episode eight. That's two months of podding, guys. So congratulations Woo! on that. We're doing, doing it big. Any last words to tell people? Subscribe. Subscribe. Yeah. Subscribe and tell your people. Share the podcast, man. We appreciate everybody who's grown with us on the ground level. Yes. Every comment, um, every share, every repost, we greatly appreciate it, man. Straight up. Yep. So keep it up. Follow us everywhere at What More Podcast, Twitter, Instagram, all of that. And uh, yeah, keep sharing, keep liking, keep, you know, cussing us out in the comments if you need to. Absolutely. <laughs> That'll do it for episode eight. We'll see y'all next week, suckers. Peace. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.